Hi and welcome to the third episode of I'm a Fan. This episode is about podcasts, which feels a bit meta. It's a podcast about podcasts. But we'll start off with introducing everyone. So we've got Saloni and we've got Heather, who teaches here at Monash. And she teaches in journalism, specialising in audio and has been dabbling in radio and audio for more than 30 years. Welcome, guys. Tell me a bit more about yourselves. Okay, so um, I'm basically just a double master student um, from India. I've been here for about less than a year, I guess. And I discovered podcasting after coming here, so it's a lot of fun. I mean, I started doing podcasts after coming here. I've heard them for like ever. Yeah, that's pretty much about me. Well, my background's in live radio to begin with. Um, so I worked at the ABC for... 25 years doing radio of all different sorts from newsrooms through to documentaries through to daily live magazine programs um, all sorts of stuff really and ended up uh, leaving the ABC a few years ago produced a podcast for a year at the University of Melbourne for the Vice-Chancellor and now I'm here at Monash uh, teaching audio and radio and all sorts of podcasting type stuff. What does being a fan mean to you guys? either a fan of podcasts or just like being a fan in general of something? Gee, it's something that I think of more in terms of football really, <laughs> rather than podcasts. I guess just really enjoying something and lo- looking forward to, say if it's a podcast, looking forward to the next episode dropping. I think for a lot of people being a fan is having that chance to maybe interact with people. Um, so, for example, a lot of the the footy shows, while we're talking footy, uh, which are around at the moment, um, you can sort of interact with uh, the panel, send in questions, interact on social media. That's kind of fan-type behaviour to me. What do you reckon, Salome? No, Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think just being a fan is being so much in love with whatever it is that you're doing that, you know, you can wake me up in the middle of the night and talk about something that I'm a fan of and I'll be really happy about it and I'll be more than willing to, you know, give up my sleep for it, so... Yeah, I think I think that's what being a fan is. Can you be a better fan than someone? Of course. Yeah, I mean, like for example, I'm sure you're a better fan of podcasts than I am. But like, what does better mean? What does better? Yeah, what does better mean? Um, I don't know. I just think there could be levels. Well, you might have a particular podcast that you're a really big fan of. Fair enough. That I may not like. Yeah. And I might be a big fan of a different podcast. No, fair. Okay. Sorry. I agree. I take back what I said. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of podcasts, when did you guys start becoming fans? And I mean, why? I think I heard my first podcast about two years ago. Um, there is this podcast in, which runs in India called Cyrus Says. It's this uh, VJ who started this podcast. Um about just he started interviewing people but I think it's just the way he does it and so many of his jokes are so relatable to me because um it's from the city that I was born and brought up in and I think that just took me from there and then I just started listening to everything on that one podcast channel and I don't think I've like stopped I've just started others and more podcasts in terms of my podcast listening it probably morphed out of radio because being at the ABC we started podcasting a lot of our content. So I started listening to a lot of the programs that I enjoyed on the ABC as podcasts. So instead of listening in real time, and of course this is the attraction now that with podcasts being on demand, you don't have to make an appointment with the radio. So that's how I started uh, listening to podcasts and also I was making podcasts while I was at the ABC as well. So yeah. Do you think there's a fine line between radio broadcast podcasts and audiobooks and podcasts, or is it 
all podcasts. Well, you've opened up a big can of worms there. That, that's a big question, which there's a fair bit of academic um, discussion around at the moment, actually. Is podcasting just another form of radio? Does it share with audiobooks, perhaps? Or is it a unique genre and, and medium of its own? And there's quite a bit of scholarship now, which is focusing on the latter, that actually podcasting uses radio-like techniques, but makes them their own in its own um, particular podcast style. Do you have a best fan moment in regards to podcast? Something you've been waiting ages for, ages for got released or a podcast idea just came into your head? I don't think so. Not, not really. But I think like if I had to, if I had to think of something from like podcast that really makes me like, you know, that, that gives me like the smile thing on my faces. So I listen to podcasts every time I'm traveling. I prefer doing that than music. And, um, it's just really weird because I'm probably on the shuttle bus to the uni or, you know, going somewhere and I just start laughing, like, randomly. And I can I know people are staring at me, but I really don't care because the people like that I'm listening to are really funny. So I just think I associate that with podcasting, just, you know, how much fun it is too. I love those moments, though. Love, I've seen yeah. that happening happen. I mean, I've done it myself. <laughs> I'm on, on the train and something funny happens in a podcast and I laugh out loud and I think, oh, okay. <laughs> but then I love it when I see other people laughing yeah. spontaneously and I think, oh, you're listening to a podcast, aren't you? I wonder what it is. And you want to actually go up and tap them on the shoulder and say, oh, what is it you're listening to? <laughs> I've you done know? that. Have you? Yeah. Turns out they weren't listening to a podcast, though. But oh. it was just hearing some weird voice note a friend said. But like, I was like, you know, you should. <laughs> See, the, the great thing about podcasts is that there's something for everyone, really, isn't it? Because, and this goes back to that notion of, you know, is it radio? Is it audio books? Is it somewhere in between? Firstly, there's no kind of time limit, is there? So radio is very structured. Everything's broken up into sort of 15-minute blocks. And yeah. it all, it's got to fit in with the news breaks and the commercials, if you're on a commercial network, all that stuff. And it's got to appeal to a fairly broad range of people whereas podcasts are described as sort of serving that what's called the long tail of listeners so if you're a fan of I don't know think of something really obscure Salone what, what would it be uh you're a, a fan of Vegemite. I don't know of what Vegemite. <laughs> Vegemite there might be a podcast just for Vegemite lovers yeah. you know there yeah. might be a podcast just for people who love sloths who knows but there's something for everyone and you can have that really relaxed sort of chatty atmosphere anyone can make one although the ones that do do well tend to be the ones which are have at least some production values so you mentioned podcasts appealing to all do you think it's the range of content do you think it's accessibility do you think it's something else or everything yeah, I, I I guess it'd be the amount of topics, you know, like like Heather said, you, there, there's a podcast for everything. Like I know that the, the one that I recently started listening to was about my favorite murder. It's these um, two women, they're talking about their favorite. And that's that's just so, it's obscure enough because you know you're not going to really think about it, but you want to listen to something like that. And, you know, it's, it's like she said, there's just something for everyone. I think that's, that's the true beauty of what... Um, a podcast is plus it's the least amount of it's the least and the most amount of engagement in terms of I can do it when I'm doing other chores because I don't need there are no visuals I don't need to be looking but I also need to be paying attention so you know I think depending on the topic that and I think there's a range of top 
a, a range of podcasts for whatever mood you happen to be in too. Sure. Like yeah. sometimes I just want to relax and listen to something really funny. Like, you know, my dad wrote a, wrote a porno <laughs> or something like that. At the moment, I'm listening to this really heavy one called Dr. Death, Ooh, which yeah. is about a doctor and I'm, you can't see me doing the, no, uh, but the quotation marks yep. with my fingers in the doctor bit, uh, who basically goes around doing botched operations, spinal cord operations yeah. on the, these people and ruins their life. No one reports him and it's really full on. Um, so I find that I'll think, oh, what do I feel like listening to today? And I'll have a few different podcasts on the go and whatever I'm feeling like, I'll just say, oh, I'll play an episode of that one. Yeah, that's also the good part of it, right? Like, because... There aren't usual and every podcast is a story in itself that there isn't really a need to to follow one all the way through. Like, you know, you, you, you'll end up listening to all the episodes, but um, I can listen to one today and another one tomorrow and I could not maybe listen to something for a while. But it's not going to like make me feel like I've missed out or that, you know, this this isn't what I was looking for, you know, kind of thing. It's, I think that that works as well. Although sometimes you do get those podcasts that you just want to binge on, don't you? You yeah. just can't wait to yeah. hear the next episode. Yeah. Like cereal. Do you guys have a preference? Do you prefer, um, well, serials or stand standalone podcasts? I like both. It really depends. If yeah. you're going on a really long car trip, it yeah. can be great to have uh, a serialised podcast where the, the story unfolds as you travel. If you're just doing a little commute here and there, it's nice yeah. to just listen to a random episode of whatever. Yeah, I think it has more to do with the the the, um, the topic at hand because, you know, I probably would love to hear about murders and gruesome deaths like and over and over all, like, like keep listening to it. But I might not want, like I might just be interested in, you know, standalone podcasts for me work more when they're just about an event. And then because you can't have like a series on it. Like, for example, um, uh, they run this. Um, if, if, you know, you run a podcast on a particular news event that's happened or like just a big social media, it's like a scandal or whatever. You can't keep going on and on with it. Then those I just prefer like one because if you try to turn it into a series, then it just feels like a drag, you know. Yeah, like it's been forced yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Do you guys think it's easy to be a fan of podcasts? By that, I mean, like for a lot of things, it feels like you really need to invest yourself. Like, for example, the footy, which I don't follow. Like you have to go to the games and you have to spend lots of money. But for podcasts, do you think it's kind of easy to be a fan? Good question. I mean, I, I teach this stuff, so <laughs> I'm kind of a fan by definition and yeah. I like to know what's new and fresh and, and coming up so I can share that with students as well. Um, I don't think it's it's difficult. I think it's just fun, really. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's it like I think once I once I started, I pretty much like got hooked on immediately. But then again, I like I know friends who don't really who can't really you know have someone talking in their ear all the time. Um, so for them, but but then again, if they find a topic that really interests them, then they might just get hooked on as well. So I think it's all got to do with the kind of content you're listening to. This next question is for Heather, but also, Saloni, feel free to jump in. Do you think podcasts could die out as quickly as they came in? Did they come in quickly? I mean, they, they felt like they came in quickly. 
that I think it seems like they came in quickly, but yeah. before cereal, they had been around for quite some time, and it was with cereal that they really took off. And part of the a big part of the reason that happened was that that was the same time that Apple uh, launched their native mm. podcast app yeah. on the iPhone. Okay. So the two things just meshed, and off went cereal. I think there's a growing interest in in podcasts, but I think probably people are becoming a little bit more discerning. You You'll still find that the most successful podcasts are the ones which have, which do have the high production values, which do have a bit of money behind them so they can sound nice. Of course, there are so many different types of podcasts. You've got, you know, branded content podcasts. So you've got companies making podcasts. You've got sporting clubs. Then you've got your fantastic storytelling podcasts. You've got newspapers. One of my favourite podcasts is The Daily from the New York Times. Mm, They mm. have some amazing stories on there that sort of take you behind issues in the news. There is talk, will this podcast bubble burst? I don't think it will. There's still... A, a whole heap of the population um, who have never listened to podcasts. So there's still a very large untapped audience out there. And now that Google is making it easier for people to access podcasts on Android phones, it was always very much an, you know, an iPhone thing. Many more platforms, many, many more producers. I, I don't see the bubble bursting anytime soon. I think there's like it, like I think from about 2015, there was just like you know a burst of of podcasts everywhere, and everyone was listening to them. It's 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 like it's like newspaper. I mean, I feel it's like newspapers. You know, you know, you feel it's it it might just go down or it might die, and they become void sometime. But I don't think that's really ever going to happen. There's always going to be a, a, an audience that wants it, that that requires it, or that's going to follow it true and like right now if there are so many people listening to it there are going to be more people willing to create more podcasts you know like Heather said and and so it's 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 always going to have an audience it's always the audience might shift it might change but I think it'll, it'll always have an audience in that sense. Do you think it's a form of citizen journalism? Oh, definitely. There are a lot of citizen journalists out there making podcasts. Does that mean that all podcasts are citizen journalism? Probably not. (laughs) Um, But it's certainly a way for, you know, um, maybe marginalised group, for example, to get their own viewpoint across that's sort of um, ignored by mainstream media. So there's a lot of potential there. And just in terms of citizen journalists more broadly, just to talk about issues that are of concern to them that are in the news or just things that maybe aren't in the news they'd like to see there, uh, there's certainly a big role for podcasting there. So, Lenny, you mentioned before that when you commute, you like to listen to podcasts and not music. Do you think podcasts have sort of overtaken music or are they too different? Um, I don't think they've overtaken because I still listen to music. It just kind of depends on my mood because... You know, um, whether you like it or not, podcasts take attention. Like you require to consciously be hearing um, when you're listening to a podcast. Whereas music is something that I listen to when I'm reading. Like it's it's something that's just playing in the background. I don't necessarily, necessarily you know, need to repeat the lyrics or, or you know, hear it out. So um, in, in that sense, I think it's it's not replacing it. It's just an, it's just another option and a better one, but another option. <laughs> Do you guys have any disappointments as a podcast fan? There are there are always always podcasts that 
that are aren't really good so you know like you you go in expecting it to be really nice but then they're just you know it's it's not what you expect it doesn't mean it's this bad it's just like not your thing <laughs> yeah you know any specifics i remember <laughs> when uh missing richard simmons oh, came yeah. out that podcast Maybe eighteen months ago now. Was it the ABC as well? No, it's an American oh, podcast. Oh yeah, I vaguely yeah I remember. And Richard Simmons was a big sort of fitness guru back yeah. in the eighties, and one of the guys who used to train at one of his studios. Actually, what happened was Richard Simmons just disappeared from public life and wouldn't talk to anyone. One of the guys who used to be at his studio took it upon himself to make a podcast series called "Missing Richard Simmons: Finding Out." what had happened to him. And there was a huge hype around it. And I thought, oh, gee, this sounds really interesting because I'm of that age when I remember Richard Simmons on the, on the TV. And I was incredibly disappointed. In fact, I found it quite unethical and quite disturbing in many ways. So, yeah, I mean, that was certainly disappointing for me, and and I know that issue of ethics has been discussed around a number of podcasts, including that, even including um, podcasts like S Town, for yeah. example. Yeah. So yeah, there there is that into going back to what you were saying about citizen journalism. You know, as journalists, we have particular ethical guidelines that we follow. I think sometimes because podcasters maybe don't have that that background, that training perhaps, sometimes those lines can be crossed. And of course, sometimes there are just disagreements about what is ethical and what's not as well. But I'd say, yeah, that was probably the one that disappointed me the most. Where do you guys get your podcast recommendations from? Hey, just friends and I've got a lot of them from Andrea. <laughs> yeah, I think I was I was put on to, to my uh, my favorite murder by her. Oh yeah. But I think what happens is like so in in India we use IVM podcasts. I'm I'm not really sure. It's it's like Stitcher. It's just a like a forum where there are multiple feeds. So I think once you get onto that and you finish listening to one podcast, then you try to looking on the same channel for what else is there. And then I think you know you read the description, maybe hear an episode or do and see if you really like it. But yeah, it's either that or just your friends who you talk to who are really interested who you know will say like you know you should really hear this out it's it's like books you know it's it's almost like the same thing true yeah word of mouth social media but i also read a lot of uh, podcast newsletters there's a guardian um, column that comes out various things like uh, um, hot pod for example newsletters so i get a lot of recommendations from there new york times has some great um, podcast uh, suggestions too to the big question what are your guys's favorite podcasts and why? So, like I said in the beginning, I think I think um, Cyrus says, which is a very Indian uh, podcast on IVM. So, um, I just think the guy is very funny. Like he's very relatable. So, I think his his opening line is basically, it's just this whole thing about you know, welcome to the show. And if you're if you're um, if you're eighty, if you're under eighteen, you shouldn't be here. You know, and if your mom's around, get her away. If you're above eighteen, why is your mom around? Like, you know, it's just, it's just fun. He's really relatable, and since that was the first podcast that got me hooked on to podcasts in general, I think I'll always have like you know this soft corner for it, and I keep going back. He's on like hundred something episodes. He's he's I don't. He basically interviews a bunch of celebrities or people that are me, and it's a very, it's a very different perspective of looking at those people. So I think yeah, I'm excited to say will always be one of my 
favourites. So my podcast listening habit is a little bit different. I tend to either listen to a discrete series. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ear Hustle was one of my very favourite series, uh, which, of course, was produced in a prison in the US. Amazing stories that you would just never hear anywhere else produced by inmates themselves. So I tend to listen to things like that. Oh, It's Not a Race, I thought was fantastic. Uh, The ABC podcast, um, which was produced by... uh, presented by Beverly Wang. Um, It came out last year and it was really one of the first times that issues of race had been discussed in an Australian context in any depth, but also in a really engaging and entertaining way, but quite thought provoking. Um, So I like to listen to things like that. And then I also like to listen to really nice documentaries. So I tend to tune into programs like Earshot or... um, uh, crossing continents on the BBC for really nice, highly crafted documentaries as well. Is that a podcast? Well, it is a podcast in podcast form. They're produced for radio and, yeah. and podcasts both. Do you think people who make podcasts like S Town or other things that sort of cross boundaries can get away with it a little bit more? And should they? They probably do get away with it because it's not on radio. Uh, mind you, that if you. Uh, do something unethical or illegal in a podcast, you can be, you know, taken to court. Well, illegal anyway, not for ethics necessarily, but like anyone else. But yeah, I think there probably is, it's a bit more of a renegade medium, isn't it really? So there probably is a bit more space there. Is that good, bad? I'm not sure. Depends. Yeah. It's really subjective, you know, because, um, a lot of my friends who do podcasts, they basically take to podcasts to like vent, to talk about like the rant, to talk about things that they don't get another platform to talk about. So you can't like, and for a and for a and for a bunch of people, they might be saying things that are morally wrong from you know from their standpoint or whatever. So I don't think there's as obviously like like Heather said there are there are rules, but those there's like you know for like defamation or I'm sure those apply to radio as well, like as podcasts as well, but. Other than that, I think it's a really subjective um, thing because when you make a podcast like any other media um, production, it's probably targeted towards a particular audience. And and if and yeah, it's, I don't really think it. You know, you can have a definite thing of whether what what to do about that. Issue. Well, it's a different thing, isn't it? When you have on the one hand a, a big mega podcast like Serial or S Town or whatever, or This American Life. Um, I try to think of something in Australia like, say, Trace, for yeah, example. Trace, or the Teacher's Pet. Teacher's Pet, um, um, Phoebe's Fall. So they're your sort of bigger, more commercially produced podcasts. So you have that on the one hand, but then as you're alluding to, Saloni, you've got a whole lot of tiny, tiny little podcasts yeah. with people just chatting amongst themselves, doing, yeah. talking all sorts of topics. So that's they're kind of two different beasts, aren't they? Yeah. Thank you for coming. I hope you enjoyed talking about podcasts. We did. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank Thanks. you for having us. I'm Lauren Rosenberg, and you've been listening to I Am A Fan, the podcast edition. Mm-hmm.